...flocking towards the church of St. George. He's usually there, standing on a raised walkway to the left, leaning over the railings, clutching a microphone in his right hand and a portable speaker in his left. He asks the same question again and again. Are you seeking redemption? We're just seeking three points, really. A decent performance, free of fear, some magic from Berkeley, a good night out, even a hint of hope for the future, please. Mr. Missionary does have a point. Salvation is sought by the river of humanity flowing past him on the 9th of October 2015, heading towards the statue of Bobby Moore. England's finest captain and centre-half still guards Wembley after all these years. 538 games have passed since Moore lifted the World Cup. The years of hurt that David Baddiel, Frank Skinner and the Lightning Seeds sang so eloquently about keep lengthening. Thirty years of hurt was reached at Euro 96. Another score of years and painful scorelines elapse. The 50th anniversary of England's finest sporting achievement is a landmark to be cherished, and the participants royally fated, but it is also a time for sober reflection and anger. In 12 World Cups since 66, England failed to qualify three times and make the semi-finals only once. In the 12 European Championships over the same period, England do not qualify four times and progress to the semi-finals only twice. For a country obsessed with football, England's tournament record is a national disgrace. Wembley stands as part shrine to 1966 and part monument to catastrophe. Growing up in London, I'd dash out of Wembley Park, turn left and play matches on the London transport pitches behind the station. I'd see the old twin towers of Wembley from afar. At my senior school, Westminster, pupils were quietly made aware of the history of football, the school's role in shaping the game, including laws encouraging forward passing, and those six boys who went on to represent England back in the Victorian era. Respect deepens for those like Barclay with the ability and application to pull on the Three Lions shirt. But frustration swells at the country's failures. This is England, the country that not only invents football, but codifies it, helps spread its joy to all four corner flags of the globe, and then conquers the world in 1966. Humiliatingly, this is the country that forgets how to play the greatest game of all. England take their eye off a ball they arrogantly thought they owned, allowing other nations to run off with it. As the country loudly celebrates 50 years of Hearst, Wembley should really be cordoned off as an accident scene requiring urgent forensic examination. For half a century, England bemoaned wretched misfortune, blaming a dodgy beer here, an infamous cheat there, even metatarsals and meteorology, and the iniquity of penalties for the inability to repeat that special summer when Bobby Moore, Jeff Hearst and the Charltons ruled the world. It's all nonsense. It's not Lady Luck being perfidious towards battered Albion. It's self-inflicted damage. England's arteries are blocked by addled thinking. Fault lies all around. It's the fear stalking the Wembley dressing room and conflicting agendas between Football Association and Premier League with two-thirds of players in the elite division ineligible for England. How can the tide be turned? the tide rolling in from overseas.
It's the too-much-too-young culture pervading some academies, where teenagers trouser £20,000 a week even before figuring prominently in the first-team plans, killing their hunger. It's the kids getting boot deals at 12. It's irresponsible parents being enthralled to agents or screaming, Get stuck in! on the touchlines, inhibiting kids. It's the time bomb of obesity, the fast food and fizzy drink addiction afflicting the conditioning of academy recruits, and yet football happily takes the sponsorship money of these sugar baddies. It's societal changes extending the years of hurt. Many parents won't let kids stay out late or go off down the park to play. What's the solution? Politicians think too short-term when long-term reform is required in the health and sporting opportunities of the younger generation, our future. So many questions. So much culpability. It's some England managers also deserving of their place in the public stocks. It's the distracting sexual foibles of Sven-Goran Eriksson, court cases blemishing Terry Venom.